For years, savvy marketers targeted women in their advertising as they were perceived to be invisible influencers in household purchase decisions. On the internet though, women have become visible influencers. Hello and welcome to Business Line Podcast. In this episode of Digital Gadfly hosted by Shubho Sen Gupta, we have on Nandita Ayer, a medical doctor, author and blogger with a massive following. And she's an influencer who's not really interested in influencing. Shubho being an experienced digital marketer himself manages to draw out some interesting social media tips from Nandita. In this unfiltered chat, she discusses what makes an influencer, the early days of social media, the creator economy and building an organic following. We hope you like this conversation. Over to you Shubho. Hi Nandita, welcome to Digital Gadfly, the Hindu Business Line podcast. You're an author, columnist, doctor, singer. You've written some fabulous books on health, you know, everyday healthy vegetarian, everyday superfoods, handmade life, great Indian thali. And my first question to you is, how did this transition happen from a medical doctor to food and nutrition and health? Thanks for having me on your podcast show. The question of transition that I get asked a lot. I think I just went with the flow towards things that interested me. I was always into writing since my school days, but then of course studying medicine doesn't leave you with much mental bandwidth or even time to pursue other interests. And uh, later on when I decided to devote my time full time to writing, then uh, it's something I, you know, kept doing and I kept loving more. and then that's how the books happened i think it's also because i started my blog very early on a food blog on healthy vegetarian food and that was in 2006 my blog is called saffron trail and uh, after many years of writing on my blog and uh, you know being consistent with it is when i started getting these book deals and all that and of course a lot of freelance writing on the side in the same uh, niche of uh, health and healthy lifestyle and nutrition and food i think just one thing led to the other and being very focused in this field uh, it just led me to all these other avenues the next question i mean which is you know as i we discussed earlier you know which is the topic of the 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 podcast the article that's going to come out is social media and you've been a champion at social media you're on twitter you're on instagram i've seen your reels recently i've shared some of them the fantastic so how did you transition i mean what's your social media journey been like when did you start off i've been an early adapter to all social media platforms and that's because purely because of my blog and uh, you know you're constantly looking at expanding your blog readership audience social media is a great way to find that kind of audience and connect with like minded people and that's how i uh, started facebook and instagram instagram i pretty much started when they had launched an ios only app and that was i think over 11 12 years ago you know those days it was not so complicated you just posted whatever you felt like posting and uh, like there weren't like rules and rule books for how to post when to post how much to post where to post and all that you just went with the flow and that's why it was called instagram because whatever you shot in that instant you posted but now it's anything oh, but instant yeah. people plan content from once in advance and it's become a whole industry onto itself right which it wasn't earlier right. and uh, twitter of course i just uh, became active on twitter to connect with people in and around and those days i had just moved to hyderabad and i knew nobody so i uh, thought it was a great mm-hmm. place to find like minded people i had attended a few tweet ups those days it used to happen quite a lot in cities 
and uh, mm-hmm. met some very interesting people and similarly when i moved to bangalore i found a whole bunch of uh, really fun like minded people uh, to connect with and uh, it's always been a people's platform to be honest i don't use twitter to market myself or to build my brand or anything although it just happens as a side effect but i truly enjoy you know the exchange of thoughts that goes on on the platform and uh, connecting with so many people which rarely happens you know after you're a certain age it's so tough to just connect with people in real life but when you connect with them on social media and you kind of know them a little bit on social media it just becomes all the more easier when you meet them in real life to connect as friends so i think um, it has helped me a great deal uh, twitter has always been a people's platform for me and uh, it continues to be that way for me what would you call yourself an author a writer or a social media influencer definitely not an influencer <laughs> uh author and writer sounds about right okay Because but you... i feel it's it's calling yeah. yourself an influencer is just too stressful it all it means that you want to influence people uh to either subscribe to your schemes or subscribe to your beliefs or sub- or buy the products that you're endorsing i i'm not so keen on doing that i even the kind of brands that i collaborate with it's after a lot of thought and if the brands really uh you know are in sync with my life and if i would really use them myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in my life is only when i you know would collaborate with a brand and i genuinely believe in that brand and i should already be buying that brand even before they approach me so i feel like if i want if i want spend my money to buy that brand then i have no business recommending it to other people you know it's just just because somebody is paying me to do that yeah but if someone called you an influencer would you feel offended no i wouldn't feel offended it's just it's just a terminology these days and pretty much anybody with a reasonable social media following gets called an influencer and it's okay it's just there it's yeah, yeah yeah i mean uh, i i've seen your content and a lot of people are know uh you know follow your content and you do have us you know i mean you do influence i mean i don't know to what degree but they certainly do listen to you partly because you're a medical doctor it's not just someone talking about millets right yeah. you are yeah. a doctor you know so there's, there's some credibility there's some yeah. un- underlining of what you say so uh, nandita what do you think of the you know the landscape creator economy where uh, individuals like you uh you know some perhaps not as qualified for you, as you but you know nonetheless people are there in yeah. different fields it could be art it could be humor it could be uh you know architecture or whatever it is travel what do you think of the landscape in the last two or three years on digital yeah. platforms where people create content and they are followed and people listen to them yeah. and so on what is your opinion on what's happening I in the last two years been, it's been booming like crazy over the last two to three years and so much so that people can pursue this as a full-time profession and earn much much more than they can in a nine-to-five job right and uh with uh with way less qualifications or putting in way less time in studies or acquiring postgraduate degrees or phds or whatever but this has become a legitimate way to you know make money have a career doing the things that you just love doing and uh, you know you could be a fitness trainer or you could be a fashion person or you could be uh you know someone who teaches social media hacks so i think it's amazing how there is a space for every tiny niche and uh, 
I mean, it seems like the tinier the niche, there is more tremendous the scope for growth. And people are, uh, you know, they are creating content and making money off that and just growing. Uh, I don't know where this will lead and how much this boom will sustain itself and how much is, is this is like a bubble that's going to burst. And I don't claim to have any, um, mm -hmm. you know, foresight into that matter. But currently it's booming and I see a lot of people joining the race every single day. And uh, it's like there's still scope, there's still scope, be it YouTube or be it Instagram or be it uh, YouTube shorts or any any of these platforms. And people are just creating content and the audience is just swallowing up the content. So I feel like it's just become like the software industry. This is like... A whole industry onto itself. Yeah, but do you think there'll be a shakeout at some point? I mean, uh, take your, uh, you know, domain, for example, for example, mm -hmm. which is health and nutrition. And there's so many people who are into health and nutrition, giving yeah. advice, you know, I mean, in spite of a lot of negativity, you know, like trolling, for example, yeah. you know, toxic, you know, whatever behavior online, there's this, uh, you know, silver lining, you know, this positivity. What would you say about that? You know, is are things going to get better? Most definitely depends on how we use social media. I think every platform provides us tools to cut out the kind of content or people that we don't want to read or we don't want to see or it doesn't uh, appeal to our mental health. And uh, you can totally mute them, block them, you know, ignore them mm. and focus on the things that are useful to you that make you happy. Uh, where you can offer something of your expertise or help uh, and actually create a very positive atmosphere even on social media for yourself. Uh, right. So I think uh, it's just blatantly uh, accusing platforms of being toxic. It's only because we don't use the tools that these platforms are giving us to cut out that kind of content that we don't want to see. So if we go out of our way to engage with negative people or people who are abusing or you know they're not doing any good for us right then we can't blame the platform for that and i feel we should just uh, stick to what makes us happy and stick to where we can offer some uh, things that we know and then exchange knowledge and information with people uh, you know from whom we need some knowledge and information i think just making that a two way street and not just coming to a platform to extract information or help but also giving back to the platforms it just makes it a all the more a positive place so thank you very much uh, nandita the kind of content that you create there's so much credibility and like you there are many others we'll be kind of covering in this article that will come out in a day or two uh, which is you know specialist domain specialist but highly sometimes highly niche your stuff is not really niche but you know there's this girl called minakshi khati who's 24 years old, who's promoting, you know, traditional Kumauni art on Instagram. First Indian female vegan to ascend, <laughs> to climb Mount Everest, as she says, you know, Prakriti mm. Varshne. So there's very interesting people. And there's, you know, a lot of people in as CAs giving financial advice and they're all women. Uh, that's the topic of this article, women on social media, women influencers on social media. All power to you guys, to you ladies, you know. Thank you. If you like what you heard, share the link. Do head on to businessline.com to read Shubo's column and other interesting features. 
Thank you for tuning in. You'll hear more from us next time.